you have arrived at your destination. We're doing it. We're doing it right now. This is it. Yeah, that's it. Go time. This is anime month. We're talking loop on the third this week on Animation Destination. Anime month. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brendan Jones. I'm here with Adam Hicks. Hey, everybody. Adam, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How good, are you doing? Good, doing well. Uh, haven't been on in a while. Uh, what was the last yeah, one? Uh, probably the March of the 80s. Wow, yeah, it was. I Holy think crap. so. That was the when last one. we talked time. about uh, Transformers, Transformers yeah. and we did one on G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. I think the, yeah, it was on those two. Yeah, that's right. That's the ones, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So is our next... I bring, I bring you on for the special months. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's anime month. Uh, last week we talked about Dragon Ball Super. This week we're talking about a, a staple of anime, one of my favorite anime of all time. It's uh, so good. Loop on the Third. Yes. Uh, all iterations of Loop on the Third. Anything and everything. Yes. Uh, so we're not going to cover all of it, obviously, because he is spanning all the way back to the 60s. I want to say yeah, 70s? So. 60s or 70s? 70s yeah, yeah. 60s or 70s somewhere along there. I forget when he was actually created. Long I, time. Uh, long time ago was when he uh was when he popped up. Uh but in, 67, August 10th, 67 in the weekly manga action. So, uh yeah, uh Lupin's a, a crafty thief. I think people kind of know about him regardless if they've ever watched it, you know? Yeah, it, it's a pretty easy sell. He yeah. goes around and steals stuff. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's a, he's, 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 a, he's a charismatic rogue. That's yeah. The, that's, the, that's the bit. Um, but before we get into too much Lupin, uh, let's get into stuff we do before we do our topic of the day, uh, which is animation recommendation, which uh, was that short that I showed you earlier, Adam. Typically I yeah. typically I wanted to go with an anime recommendation, but this was like really good and I didn't have an anime recommendation because I hadn't watched anything in a little while uh, that I'm not covering this month. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we watched, uh, uh, the what was the what was it called? Girl from Dinosaur Girl, Island? Girl from Dinosaur Island, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, The Girl from Dinosaur Island, which was a, an animated short on Nickelodeon... Uh, animated shorts Facebook page, which is the only place to find these things. Oddly enough, they don't have a YouTube page for these. Um, Nickelodeon has been kind of been throwing out these little, like I guess, pilot episodes of shows. Yeah, like little proof of concept type. Yeah, type things. Yeah, yeah. and uh, like pitch I, I, reels. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's been kind of fun to watch because uh, they got a lot of them. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, this one uh, was pretty cool. Uh, is this little girl and her friend dinosaur? Uh, uh, she she. Would, they were fighting off dudes with lasers in an airplane. <laughs> yep. uh, trying to so, get their friend Paul, who's an egg. Who's an egg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to get their friend Paul back. Uh, it, it sort of like started in the middle of an adventure, which I kind of liked. Yeah. It was like, it was like just some, threw you right into it. Yeah, something's going on, and they have to like get this thing back from these like dudes in an airplane, and they have a really uh, 
sarcastic, low-energy pteranodon that they're riding. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> whatever his name was, like, he'll fly us down there. He's like, no, it won't. No, it won't. <laughs> Those guys have lasers. I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. jump off of him. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, it's a fun little short. Uh, not yes. a whole... It's only like three minutes long, yeah. so it's easy to watch. Yeah, a little, a little. It, it's it's good. It's, it's it's a good little thing. I like it when they throw in like little care, especially for like three minute things. Mm-hmm. They throw in little character idiosyncrasies, like she's too quick to act. He thinks about stuff too much. Mm-hmm. And they kind of have that little like uh, little butting of heads. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just it sets up a little dynamic for the show uh, if it were to ever be a show. Yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully that'll be a thing. So there's there's two of these. That I really enjoyed. That I think should be uh, done. That's the Harpy G one, which I talked about a few uh, weeks ago, and uh, this one. I, I, the, those two, I think, would be a lot of fun. I think a uh, little little fun kid action adventure stuff. Nickelodeon needs more of that stuff because yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you can't just rely on three new episodes of SpongeBob every eight months. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ratings, so. I had no idea SpongeBob was still going on. It, they 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 throw them out very sparsely. It's about every three months they'll throw out another uh, SpongeBob episode, and hmm. that's about it. They did the same thing with Fairly Odd Parents for a while too. Okay. Uh, luckily, they have Loud House. Loud House is a good show. Everyone should watch Loud House. Um, yeah, I've seen the commercials for it, but yeah, I haven't checked it out. That, yet. that that's a solid show. Everybody okay. should watch that. It's 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 really good. Um, but yeah, that's our animation. Recommendation. Oddly enough, it was a Nickelodeon cartoon, so go figure. Uh, Nickelodeon's getting their groove back, I feel like. They're getting back to the... Not quite back to the Nicktoons of old, but they're getting there. Yeah. I'd I put Loud House on that level of, like, yeah, if I was a kid, I'd think I'd put that on the level of, like, old uh, Nicktoons and stuff. So. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, uh, moving on to two news. Not a whole lot of news this week. Uh, we know that... Uh, uh, Fairy Tale was re- was uh, announced for fall of this year. Uh, we still don't have a date, but typically the fall kind of settles in like the first week of September for new anime. So mm-hmm. probably first week of September, we'll be getting the final season of Fairy Tale. So uh, that's pretty cool that we have that. Um, the other thing, uh, which isn't really newsworthy because it's already done and over with, on April first, sun- last Sunday. Uh, Adult Swim dropped the entire second season of FLCL uh, for free, just early for free, uh, which is crazy. Um, but that's uh, coming out later this month anyway. So if you missed it, uh, go check it out there. So yeah. I'm sure it's available on, you know, streaming websites. They probably oh sure doxed it and or, you know they probably <laughs> downloaded <laughs> probably. it and, they, and got all of it. So they're crafty like that. Yeah, so you can probably go watch it online somewhere. But just wait for it to come out. It'll be it'll be it'll be fine. Uh, and the last bit of news, uh, some sad news, uh, Studio Ghibli co-founder, uh, Isao Takahata, uh, passed away at 82. Um, you know, it's, uh, he started one of the more prolific, pretty much the Disney, I guess, of, of Japan. Of yeah. Japan. Yeah. Uh, it's the one that it's, that has the most, uh, you know, animation, uh, awards of any studio out there. It's, uh, you know, kind of amazing. Uh, what it does, but alongside with Hayao Miyazaki, he uh, founded the studio, and uh, he passed away. So uh, it's a shame, but he lived eighty-two. Good life, good, yeah, good long life. So, um, yeah, that's about it for Toon News, I believe. I think we're gonna get into it now. Let's uh, let's do it. Let's do it. After this ad break, we're gonna talk about Lupin. You know what? I get asked a lot. What's nerdstalgia about? Well, Nerdstalgia is a podcast hosted by me, Brian Barrow, 
where I talk about all things nerd and a lot about me too. Kind of like a black hole of me and nerdness and just like my take on things and the perspective of a nerd. You know, so a slice of life podcast, if you will. Check it out and check out everything else that the DNN has to offer. Welcome back to the podcast and... Let's talk about Lupin, Adam. Let's, All right. Let's talk about uh, the lovable scoundrel that is Lupin the Third. Um, yes, indeed. Yeah, so he debuted in 1967, which is crazy to me. Uh, the manga yeah. did, anyway. Yeah. Have you read any of the manga? I haven't. Um, I know that it's um, it's darker. Yeah. I, I, it's... I, I picked up a handful of the volumes off of uh, eBay years and years ago. Yeah. Somebody had a nice chunk of like the first six volumes of the manga right and i read the first couple of them and oh the art is really rough yeah <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to tell sure. certain characters from each other because okay. they all kind of have a similar look yeah and lupin's kind of a dick right in the manga yeah, yeah he is <laughs> he's not like the lovable rapscallion that he is in the <laughs> anime yeah he's kind of a jerk yeah yeah he the the green jacket lupin as they call it the, yeah the first iteration because uh, that's the thing about lupin is that he's sort of Known through his jackets, which is yeah. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You have the first season, which was Green Jacket. Green Jacket, yeah. And that's when he was more of like a he was more of a scoundrel. He was yeah. more of a more of a criminal kind of yeah. a, like a dark anti-hero kind of a thing. Yeah, you know? it, it um, got a little bit lighter as the series progressed. Yeah, yeah, which kind of led into the second yeah, series. Exactly, the second series. Uh, what really bolstered the whole like lovable rogue type of thing mm-hmm. the the you know the the rapscallion uh, womanizing you know kind of a kind of a guy he yeah. he uh, was the Castle Cagliostro was the first yeah. time he was kind of introduced in that sort of like all right he's because that was one of the first movies that they did so it was like he can't just be this bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, through the whole thing. We have to, like, endear him in some way. So yeah. they, they kind of turned him into more of a suave, uh, you know, lovable, uh, and more of an anti-hero, I guess. Yeah. More, more with, with little to no luck with yeah with Fujiko yes. and, and yeah. ladies in general. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. They just don't have any time for his I, shenanigans. Right, yeah. And they, they did that. They kind of turned him into more of a, more of a, a, a kind of a, just a, a clownish kind of like like bumbling goof around women. Uh-huh. The original, he was he was a bit more forceful, and it wasn't like that's not as charming. Yeah, like that's not charming at all. Actually, yeah, kind of like 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 Sean Connery James Bond, where he'd yeah, yeah be kind of like right, kind Whoa. of take advantage of women a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. And, yeah, it's like um, nah, hold yeah. on. And in this, he's much more like gallant, very uh, you know, the Castle of Cagliostro. He, that, that's when they adopted pretty much this whole persona. Yeah. And that brought on Red Jacket Lupin. With um, Castle of Cagliostro and the lighter tone in the first season, we yes. have Miyazaki to thank for yes, that. Because Miyazaki he came on about halfway through the Green Jacket series. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he was one of the guys, him and another guy, they were kind of yeah. responsible for kind of giving it that lighter hearted, mm-hmm. you know, a little yeah. more lovable Lupin. Exactly, yeah. Which then Castle of Cagliostro kind of bolstered yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which led us into Red Jacket Lupin mm-hmm. to where that was where that that was pretty much the Lupin that everybody caught on to. Because it was the yeah. longest running mm-hmm. series. Uh I wanna say it was a hundred and thirty something. Yeah, something like hundred and thirty episodes. So yeah. uh that that was the longest running Lupin and that's the one everybody kinda knew. Yeah. Uh from you know it, from its run. Yeah. Uh especially over here in the States yeah, too. Absolutely. That that was the first time because I'd always I remember watching 
what was your first experience with Lupin, actually? Because um, yeah. I remember whenever I worked at GameStop in the Green Terminal. Well, it was called Babbage's when I worked Babbage's, there, so that's, yeah, that's showing right. my yeah, age. That's right. Um, so I worked at Babbage's, and we started getting an anime. The Green Tree Mall also shows your age. Yeah, exactly. It's still there. It's still there. Barely. Yeah, yeah. It's still there. Yeah. Um, but no, um, so we started getting an anime, and we got yeah. in a DVD, and it was just of a random Lupin the Third TV special. I think it was either Twilight yeah. Gemini or the nice. Harm Mose. Harmaro's treasure. Yeah. It was one of those two. I right. can't remember which. We got it and I was like and I had heard like since I was into anime, I'd heard about Lupin Yeah. Kind of in passing in articles and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So like I kinda knew of it. And then around that time is whenever it came on Cartoon Network on yeah. Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or Toonami maybe. Yeah. One or the other. It was one of the two. Yeah. And um and like I watched the first few episodes of that and I was like this is amazing. Yeah. Where has this been <laughs> yeah. all my life? Yeah, that that I pretty much the same thing. I think the first one I watched was actually uh, was Twilight Gemini. I think that was the first uh-huh. one that I got to see. Uh, very Indiana Jones that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in Cairo, I think. Through a lot of I it. think so. Yeah. yeah, I think they're in Cairo through a lot of it. Uh, that was the first uh, iteration of Lupin that I saw. It was a dubbed version of that. Um, that I think I rented from uh, the Zone, the comic book shop. The Zone. Oh yeah, they did have like yeah, they, they could they, rent anime. From they them. used to do that. I, I don't yeah. think they do anymore. But uh, that's how I kind of like used to watch anime. As I used to just rent from the Zone, mm-hmm. <laughs> like because you didn't have a whole lot of uh, if you didn't want to spend a hundred dollars on a VHS tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, at Suncoast uh, Video, right? Good lord, uh, <laughs> Suncoast was so overpriced that yep. stuff. But um, but yeah. Um, so that that was kind of my first one, and then yeah, the, like like you said, the, uh, the Cartoon Network started showing the the episodes mm-hmm. on Toonami or Adult Swim or both. I think it was yeah. one of the simulcasts. They did the the Toonami version, which had all the stuff edited out, and then they had the Adult Swim version, which just didn't have as much edited yeah. out. So, yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, so and, and I just kind of fell in love with the character. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I fell in love with yeah. the tune. Oh, yeah, yeah. the theme song is the best. It's so good. I'll probably put it at the beginning of this. Uh, oh, please do. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and then uh, on to the pink jacket Lupin. Yes. Which was season three, which I didn't get, I've never seen, I don't think it was ever dubbed here, was it? No, it's not I've that only, I've seen. Because I've only ever watched it, I think I've watched it in Japanese with subtitles. I think that's yeah. the only time I've watched any part of it. So Yeah, I just have like yeah. a bootleg box set that I got there again off eBay. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, the, uh, the studio they got for that was, uh, I forget the studio name, uh, but the art style was a little weirder than, yeah. Lupin, so. Yeah, a little, I don't know, like a little more rounded. It, it's so 80s. Yeah, it's like very every, 80s. Everything yeah. is pastel Miami Vice looking. <laughs> like, hence the vibe. Hence the pink jacket. Yeah. <laughs> hence the pink jacket. Exactly. Um, I do love the idea that you get to like, that you do signify the seasons with the jacket. The jackets. That's, that's a cool cool. A cool way to do it. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a cool way to identify like where you're at. Like, oh, this is part two because he's got the red jacket. Um, and then he sort of like switches back and forth on the movies or whatever. It just depends yeah. on what movie they have, I guess. <laughs> Um, but man, this thing's been running for a long time and it's, hasn't really stopped. It has like little lulls. Yeah. But then it's like, like maybe five to seven year lulls and then they'll just kick it back up again. Like, yeah. Which is interesting. So. Yeah. I mean, we, we've gone a long time between, cause like the, the third series with the pink jacket was the last TV series until yeah. the newest until one the newest that was one, what, yeah. 25? 
2015, yeah, was, was that with the, the Blue Jacket. That, that was the longest run. Yeah, Blue Jacket, Lupin. That was the longest run between series, I think. Yeah, uh, but be- consistently they've had like a, a TV, special TV special or a movie or an OVA or something. Exactly, yeah. It's, they, have a, they have like a movie or a special at least every two, three years. Yeah, it used one, to be every so. single year. Yeah. It was like an annual event. There'd yeah. be a Lupin TV special. But now, yeah, I think you're right. They kind of yeah. take a... A little bit of a break in between them. Yeah, a little bit of a break, but it's uh, but still like he's still like within the you know the iconic uh, landscape of Japan and everything. So uh, it, it's he, he's an iconic anime character. Yeah, he's kind of one of those like almost like a a Mickey Mouse type character because like right. if you went over there like everybody. Would like you could show him a picture and like a little kid that's like probably four or five would be like oh Lupin Lupin yeah yeah oh, it's Lupin yeah, he's just yeah. kind of one of those kind of icons that's just kind of been in the cultural yeah. like atmosphere for yeah. for however you know since sixty what sixty seven sixty seven yeah that's pretty crazy um, but yeah and it, not not a whole lot translates that well over to the American side I think this one was kind of perfect um, mm-hmm. the dub for the Red Jacket one I thought was interesting the 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 take they took on it. Because they sort of put it up, put it in with it in with a in with a lot with a lot of Americanized jokes. Yeah, uh, they yeah, had, they did. They had like references to American celebrities mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and I was like, "That's kind of clever." Because mm-hmm. yeah, he's sort of a globe trotting character anyway. So yeah. he's a French, like he's a Japanese guy who was French. Who yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> it's, it's just like yeah. you know who teams up with. <laughs> Uh, is Jigen German? I think Austrian. I, can't I, eat something. I don't know. Uh, Japanese samurai Goemon. Yeah. Uh, Japanese inspectors in Igata and uh, half American, half Japanese Fujiko. Yeah. So you know, it's like it's all this this global you know kind of a kind of a cast, and they're always globetrotting. They're always in some different part of the world. Like I said, Cairo and. Twilight Gemini and yeah, I think they've and, pretty much hit every continent at yeah, this point. Absolutely. Probably multiple times. They, they've probably been to Antarctica, if I remember right. They've probably been. To I'm that. sure they so have. They've yeah, there's something there. to steal down there. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be like some yeah. secret mafia vault that he opens. <laughs> <Yeah. up. laughs> a hidden up. cache of Nazi right. gold. Or yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, isn't like that where the Nazis hid their gold? Yeah. In Antarctica. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> if they haven't done that story, they should. Yeah, we should start pitching. Copyright Adam Brand 2018. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Antarctica. <laughs> the answer is adventure of the Antarctic Nazi gold. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think that was smart too that they put in like the like the Americanized references of because yeah. the 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 Red Jacket series was made in like what late seventies early eighties. Yeah. So like the, the animation, a lot of people, whenever I tell them that I like Lupin, they're like, oh, I couldn't get past the animation because right. it is an older style. It's yes. a very unique style, and mm-hmm. it's it it. It definitely shows its age. You know, yeah. you, you can look at it and be like, oh, this was made around the same time as, yeah. well, like, Speed Racer and Voltron. Right, and yeah, like, you exactly, know, like, yeah. The, the lower frames of animation. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. So you can totally tell. But yeah. I think, like, with them, like, with Cartoon Network, putting in, like, the Americanized stuff, mm-hmm. it kind of helped to kind of foster that fan base, yeah, you know, over here in the a States. little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, what it did have, because um, it did have that limited animation kind of a kind of a thing, mm-hmm. uh, same with Voltron and all that stuff. Um, but what I really love about it is you had these keyframed poses, especially mm-hmm. when they ran. Ru- chase scenes are all about Lupin. Oh, yeah. Like, like if yeah. you want to talk about Lupin, it's chase scenes. That's, That's good it. ones. It's the heist and it's the chase scene. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had, for the Red Jacket, like... 
the f- like the motion wasn't great with the animation, but was really good was the keyframes of where they were when they were like when they hit their upstep on the run and everything. Mm-hmm. They had this like really energetic the, their their jackets. Everybody wore a jacket. Oh yeah. So like it was always like flowing. Yeah. Really or well. trench coat. Yeah. Right. A trench coat. <laughs> yeah. So it was like it was always flowing real well, and they were mm-hmm. always like bent to the side because like you could really tell they were running. Yep. So it just it really worked. And then anytime they're in a vehicle, which is a little easier to animate because you mm-hmm. don't have to animate a bunch of frames of arms and legs moving. Yeah. It always looks really good because it's yep. just like this. Little tiny car, little Fiat, little Fiat jumping around like dodging yep. all these cop cars and uh, or whatever that other like long car that he has. Oh yeah, I don't I know about that one. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. I, I always just remember the little tiny Fiat, the little like, <laughs> the yellow dinky, Fiat. Yep. Yeah, a little dinky thing where he's got his knees up to his chest. He's yep. driving along. Love that thing. That's why I had a yeah. Fiat for a few years. Yeah, like, because oh yeah, good movement. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Did you get a samurai to sit on top of it? No, <laughs> I, I, I put an ad out on Craigslist. But yeah, yeah. He, didn't, he didn't show up. Would yeah. not recommend that. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> looking man, right. man looking for samurai. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah, it, 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 it's again it, the series were iconic. They ran for a long time. They're still running today. Yeah. Uh, I just remembered during well, so the, I watched part four. I finished that off season four, Blue Jacket Lupin, mm-hmm. uh, which was cool. Uh, Blue Jacket Lupin, uh, I thought was really really good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, did you ever watch that one? I, I've it? seen uh, the majority of it. I, yeah. I've, I've fallen behind a little bit on, it, so I need to go and yeah. like watch like the the tail end of it. Right. But f- from what I've seen, it's really good. Yeah, I liked the premise of them just being in Italy. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't uh, they weren't globe trotting in this one. It was basically he was dealing with a thing that was happening in Italy specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. They introduced a new character, uh, Rebecca, yep. uh, who marries him. Yeah, in like the, the first episode. The first episode, <laughs> and you're just like, uh, what? <laughs> like, like, what and is turns out it's like kind of a scam by both of them. Yeah, they're she, both kind of playing each. Other. Like, she's kind of a fun character. Like, uh-huh. they, uh, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, she's a fun character throughout the whole series too, because um, uh, they it's kind, she's kind of like a new member of the cast now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, throughout that series, she kind of she plays an integral pop point in like the role of the whole plot, mm-hmm. the overwhelming plot of the whole thing. Uh, they have a new MI6 agent after them, uh, agent uh, Agent yeah. Nix from MI6. Yeah. That's, that's the joke, I guess. <laughs> Nix <laughs> like, from MI6. Uh, but yeah, and he's kind of like a, a raging Dan. Like I think it was, a, I think it was a take on Daniel Craig. Because he's like a Bond, but he has like this rage problem, so he just <laughs> yeah. goes into like rage mode and like mm-hmm. like starts killing a bunch of people. I'm like, is that supposed to be Daniel Craig? Because I feel like that's like because he's very James Bond otherwise. But then like when he gets mad, like the vein pops and yep. he just starts killing everyone in his path. I'm like that feels very Daniel Craig to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Agreed. Uh, but yeah, uh, Blue Jacket Lupin's really fun, and uh, I, I recommend that to uh, a lot of people. Uh, I, I recommend that to everybody. Who enjoys this? Um, it's or especially a, if you want to get into Lupin and yeah. like, and you are turned off by the older style right. of animation, yes. Then this, uh, the animation in the Blue Jacket series is it's phenomenal, gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, they, they they really stepped it up. Um, I guess they had a more of a monkey punch, had more of a of a, stu- of a budget for this one. But yeah. which, yeah. by the name, let, let's just uh, acknowledge the fact that Monkey Punch might be the greatest <laughs> studio <laughs> name. name. Of all time, right. I've heard that. Right, yeah. I, I don't even know what the guy's real name is. I yeah. can't remember. It's it's uh, uh, Kazuhiko K- uh, Kato. Yeah, Monkey yeah. Punch is so much better. Monkey Punch is way yeah. better. Yeah, but like, so. I, I've heard that he kind of doesn't like that name. Yeah, like like, the, like his like editors, or whatever, like gave it to right, him. Right. Yeah. 
But like, that's dude, a, like monkey punch is like <laughs> that's the best. Like, I wish I had a name but, as cool as Monkey Punch. <laughs> I mean, his real name is kind of rad too, Kazuhiko Kato. Like, yeah, pretty, it's still kind of yeah. yeah. It, it's cool, but pretty cool. But Monkey, monkey Punch, punch is, is where it's at. Good. Yeah, it's where it's at. Uh, yeah, it's just like Monkey Punch is always credited as like it, you kind of think it's a studio a lot of the times. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, it just um, but it's typically. Um, Typically run on Nippon TV, uh, which is the one of the big uh, studio, one of the big uh, networks networks over there. Over there. Um, and man, but they they uh, they they they're all on to part five, and that debuted mm-hmm. last week as uh, the filming of the recording of this podcast. So there'll be two episodes out by the time you're hearing this podcast. Uh, there'll been two episodes out of part five. Uh, my one critique of part five okay. is that he still has blue jacket on. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, okay. So it should be part four, part two. <laughs> yeah, technically. That, technically, it's yeah. Like, if he's in the same jacket, yeah. he's still in the same series to me. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm all right with it. It's like, it's like. Maybe they're just like, like, like yeah. we've run out of cool colors for him to wear right? for jackets. Like, yeah, we, it's like. Even in yellow. Yet. Yeah, yellow. They're, what about yellow jacket? He look might like? look kind of weird in yellow he or, might look or purple. Or <laughs> right, purple jacket. I'd go with purple. I'd I'd be down I'd, with purple jacket yeah, lupon. That's right. Purple I'd jacket lupon. I'd be cool. down with purple jacket lupon. I'd be down with uh, orange jacket. <laughs> orange jacket. Orange jacket lupon would be great. Yeah. Oh man, yellow jacket. I'd be down with the yellow jacket season. Yeah. Yellow man. I I'm telling you, you got to switch up the jackets. But. This is sort of set in the same uh, uh, area of it. Uh, yeah, and then in France this time. Uh, they're in France this okay. time around. Um, he he went back to his to his home country. Mm. Uh, supposedly, they even uh, set it up kind of cool. Like they have these guys kind of looking him over, and it's like they say he's descended from Arsène Lupin, the yeah. old thief. But there's no records to show that, so it's like, oh, they're, they're questioning the <laughs> fact that he's, you know, that his granddad is Arsene Lupin. Interesting. Mm. Um, so there's no like actual record to say it. Uh, it's a cool take. The, the season five, I watched episode one. It's a cool take on what Lupin would be doing in a modern age of the information age of the internet okay. world, basically. That's, that's intriguing. Um, yeah, it's sort of like uh, it's kind of him versus the internet in a kind of a way so it's it's very cool so that's cool i i will this isn't spoiling the plot for the whole thing i will spoil some things that happen as if there's certain things that don't happen but he ends up stealing a bunch of money Mm -hmm. from some hackers okay so as revenge they basically just plaster his face Everywhere across the internet. <laughs> so, huh, okay. So it's just like, so he literally, and they even set up, this is how they. This is how the, the episode ends, they set up like a game for everybody to find him. So he basically oh. can't escape. Everyone's a cop at this huh. point. So it's just like, so he's just like, so it's kind of cool. Cause like, That's cool. There's like this whole like, you know, like, oh man, like all these people like taking selfies while he's like walking down. He's like, there's like, oh crap. Like everybody, yeah. everybody's seeing him and taking selfies. So they're trying to run. But at the end, like, he's just like, so everybody's a cop. All right. And he gives a smirk to the camera and you're like, ah, it's going to be so good. I cannot wait to watch that. Yeah. That sounds amazing. He gives a little smirk to the camera, and it's just like, oh, now he's got to fight, like, everybody. Or he's got to take down this... Lupin versus the world. Right, yeah. He's got to take down this hacker coalition or whatever, which I'm sure he'll do. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the the full scale, but I feel like that's going to be, like, the first major arc of the whole thing, is him dealing with this whole deal. There's another new girl involved with this. Uh, It does still take place in the same thing, because Rebecca was mentioned. 
Uh, so she's still like kind of part of it. Okay. Um, I don't know if she'll show up ever again, but she's still like kind of in the uh, in the in the bl- mix in the mix in the lore of this season. So cool. As as far as I'm concerned, Blue Jacket Part Four and Five is kind of still the same part to me. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like you got the same jacket. It can't be new. Yeah. Can't be a new thing. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's a good breakdown of each series, I think, because mm-hmm. the Green Jackets, where he's more anger, or he's more criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, then the red jacket is the loop on everybody knows. Pink jacket is continuation of that with a weirder art style. Yeah, kind of brought him into the eighties, I would say. Especially like said. the the last like whenever I bought the box set, like I watched like the first like handful of episodes, and then because like most of Lupin series, except for like the Blue Jacket series, yeah, most of red like green and red and pink like. Each episode's pretty well self-contained. They yeah. have, like, a heist of the uh, yeah, of the yeah. episode, and then, mm-hmm. like, it, it gets resolved, and yeah. every once in a while you'll run into, like, a two-parter. Yeah. But, so I was it's like, well, I'm just gonna, I just want to see how, like, Lupin ends, you know? Like, right, I, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna skip to, the, like, the last couple episodes. Yeah. And, like, in the Pink Jacket series, like, the last couple episodes, the, the, the style changes where it's, like, yeah. like, looks like the manga right where it's yeah. very monkey punch manga yeah looking yeah. and I was, it, it kind of threw me off for a minute yeah, but yeah for the yeah. most part yeah yeah 130 kind of hits that too they switch studios over and it kind of has more of a look of the ghibli kind of a thing yeah like the last like 10 episodes of like mm-hmm. the of the red jacket is kind of looks like the ghibli series mm-hmm. uh and then the final two episodes were literally done by miyazaki yeah which i recommend everyone watch mm-hmm. i love those two episodes they're almost perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an encapsulation of it. Also, the animation's gorgeous because it's Miyazaki directing it. Yeah. Um, uh, but also, um, well, the the only problem with it is it has short hair Fujiko, which is blasphemous to me. Yeah. But <laughs> so that's the only thing that I'm like, nope, nope, this is wrong. Yeah. Fujiko can't have short hair. That's wrong. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's fun adventure. It's uh, those two episodes are like they encapsulate it very well. I would mm-hmm. say. Um, if you don't want to watch the TV series and you want to watch the more, um, I would say, uh, you know, because they're, they're movies and they're like smaller, you know, uh, they, they don't have to, they don't have a budget to cover 130 episodes. They mm-hmm. just have to cover an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, so the animation's always like way better and like yeah, the, the plot is more contained and everything is the TV specials and movies, um, which are plentiful. Oh, there's so many. There's like 40 <laughs> like, at this point. I wish I could find a comprehensive list, actually. Let me see if I can find that. But, um, uh, yeah. It, oh, we should real quick go over the uh, the, the major characters. We, we, yeah, we actually, mentioned we have. Them. We did. We, we did. We, need, we should go over the characters, actually. Um, so you got Lupin, which we've covered extensively. Yeah. Uh, lovable rogue. Yeah. Um, but, uh the uh, his his right hand guy is yeah his his, his BFF uh, Dice uh, Dice Jigen <laughs> yeah uh, who's the sharpshooter um, the beard, guy you see with like the hat over his eyes yeah all the beard, time. bearded grumpy man yeah uh, I guess he's older than everybody they don't really say it but he feels he's, yeah like he, he is. feels like he is probably like by like ten years or yeah, so because he was always like in like he always has like a flashback to something that's like oh, from my past you know like, yeah it always happens uh-huh. like, that's like his thing is like. This thing from his past occurred, and it's always like some woman that like wants to mm-hmm. kill him, or or this guy who like he you know he killed that guy's boss. Ki- and yeah, guy. exactly. Yeah, it's like now this guy's coming after him, and like yeah, that, that that's pretty cool. There's a really good one of that in uh, in the Blue Jacket in Blue Jacket uh, Part oh, Four. Okay. There's a really good one of like a, an old Jigen story where it's like 
all these, uh, it, it's a cool story. I won't spoil what happens, but like, uh, the flashback is this guy starts killing all these other assassins mm-hmm. and Jigen and this other girl who's also an assassin kind of like meet up and is like, Hey, they're all dead. You know what that means, right? And it's this other assassin that they were all hired to kill who apparently survived. Oh. And so he's taking all of them out one by one. So now these two have to yeah. team up to take him out. I think maybe I have I, seen that it's one. It's so cool. That one, yeah. Yeah, there's these twists and turns and like, oh, mm-hmm. it's little little like uh, little twists at the end and stuff. Like, oh, maybe it wasn't what you thought. Maybe it is. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but I like that episode a lot. That's Jigen's whole thing is, like, mm-hmm. the past always kind of creeps up to him. He kind of has, yeah. like, a, a dirtier past than than, than most. Uh, Goemon, yep. who is uh, the descendant of Goemon. He's the Goemon Third. They don't say that ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was his first appearance, actually, was uh, in the manga, he was going to kill Lupin mm-hmm. yep. because Lupin, Arsene Lupin, the original disgraced his grandfather i think something like that something like that and so he wanted to kill lupon for that disgrace Mm -hmm. ends up respecting him and joining his team Mm -hmm. and he has like the sharpest sword in the world he can cut through anything (laughs) through anything yep and walls clothes a bridge helicopters (laughs) streets (laughs) police cars in half in in some cases it's so powerful like like there there are parts where i'm just kind of (laughs) like He has, like, such skill at at times, and I sort of just, like, chalk it up to, like, maybe, like, all right, maybe he just couldn't do it at that moment, or, like, it wasn't the right skill. But then, like, at, like, season finales, or, like, at the climax of movies, he takes out, like, 20 dudes. Yeah. Like, cuts their guns to part, and they all, like, collapse from him, like, hitting with the hilt of his sword. I'm like, why didn't you do that in the first scene? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) When you guys were running from, like, 30 guys. (laughs) But... Regardless, it's fine. You know, it's it's, it's whatever. It's like, it's, yeah. That's when he turns it on, or when he gets serious, or whatever. Yeah, uh, he gets to cut through anything, and he's you know the the silent samurai type, and that's his whole shtick. Uh, and then there's uh, Fujiko Mine, uh, who yeah. is half Japanese, half American, I believe. Um, they've said that before. All um, backstabber. All backstabber. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> yeah, complete. Just... <laughs> she sometimes she's a spy. Sometimes she's a thief. She's always lying. Yeah, always backstabbing. Like, yeah, uh, just when you think like like Lupin <laughs> thinks he can trust her, and he's like, "We're yeah. on the same side." Then Fujiko's like, yeah. "Oh, I was, you know, that guy's been chasing you. I've been uh, working with him I, this whole time. I've been working with him, <laughs> yeah. and you know, a, but I'm also just gonna steal from him." She's always self serving. Like, yeah, that's the thing. She's never like she's never like she's never like working directly against him. It's just she's working with the guy who's directly against him, yeah. so she can steal the thing that he has. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's. She's never, like, literally against him, like, specifically. And Jigen and Goemon um, are always like, you know she's going to screw right, us, right? You know she's going to screw us over. I don't know why you let that yeah, woman yeah. near us. Yeah. It's so irritating. Uh, uh, that, that, I like how they kind of play with that relationship because, like, Jigen kind of, like, just, like, doesn't trust her. But doesn't, like, yeah. hate her either. Yeah. Because, like, they've, you know, they've been through scraps together and yeah. everything. So it's like there's always that little bit of like, all right, I don't completely distrust you, but I know you're plotting something. Yeah. So, but uh, Goemon and Fujiko kind of have like a better relationship. I think so, yeah. They, they, they've like kind of been on missions together. She hires him a lot for, because he's just like a wandering sword, basically. Yeah. So she'll hire him to be like a bodyguard on something or whatever and split the, the money. I, that, uh-huh. That's been done a few times is because 
Lupin and Jigen are always together. Like that's always the, uh-huh. they're yeah. they're the they're the two peas in a pod. So sometimes it'll start off with them doing a thing, and then Goemon and Fujiko will be doing this other thing, and then they all kind of meet in the middle with yep. whatever heist is going on or whatever the villain's doing. Um, and that's one thing they do very well, and for each episode, but really for the movies, is the villains for the movies are always like really hammy. Really mm-hmm. over the top, and I love it. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying like they're yeah. <laughs> they're Bond villains. Like they're like, yeah. old school, like Doctor No, evil people. Uh-huh. Because it's like, all right, these guys are thieves. They're kind of untrustworthy. They're they have dirty pasts. So we need these villains to be like just re- over the top, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just just irreprehensible, irrepre- just yeah. complete garbage. Like they they want to take over the world. They want to blow people up. They mm-hmm. want to. And, and they're always menacing some girl. That's always a thing. Oh, yeah. like always a poor girl caught in the middle. Because and... that's that's that it, it's kind of smart because it's like uh, you know it's 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 the damsel in distress trope. Yes, but yeah. it's kind of like the way you endear Lupin to the whole mixture of like mm-hmm. what's making him the hero of this whole thing because he's literally just trying to steal from somebody. Yeah, but there's always like this sort of like oh well she's kind of like in trouble or is being menaced by this whole thing, so him doing this will help her out, or this, you know, these lesser characters, mm-hmm. these newer characters in the movies, and that typically turns out to be the right thing to do, obviously. Yeah. Uh, because he's, you know, he's he's Lupin. Yeah. That, that's in in his heart, he's he's a good guy, but yeah. he just, yeah. he likes to steal. He likes to steal stuff. It's <laughs> yeah. the thrill, man. He yeah. loves it. The he thrill of the chase. Thrill of the chase, the thrill of uh, getting everything... And the last character I forgot to mention was Zenigata. Yeah, uh, Zenigata. Poor Zenigata. Poor Zenigata. Uh, I will say the best movies and best episodes are the ones that treat Zenigata with respect. Yeah, because uh, a lot of the time in the pink jacket and a lot of the time in the red jacket, he's kind of a fumbling idiot uh, in, uh-huh. in a lot of ways, which is fine. Uh, yeah, you can. There's do a that. time and a place for that. Yeah, there's a time and a place, but. I, I always in some of the movies like he's kind of an idiot too. I like him to be bumbling. I like him to be outsmarted, mm-hmm. but he still needs to be smart himself. Yes, he still needs. I, to I be, agree. Like because like that the the whole thing is that he's the guy that's on Lupin's tail at all times. He's always right there. Yeah, he's just a step behind, um, and that's more interesting to me uh, because it's like. Man, it just—it makes so much more sense because it's like, of course, this guy knows how to do it mm-hmm. because he's smart. He's as smart as Lupin, just like a little bit behind him. He's like a step behind all the time. Yep. Uh, but he's—he's he's smarter than all these other guys that you know. It's like, uh, it's, uh, don't worry. But there's always that guy. that's like, ah, Inspector Zenigata. We—we've got this taken care of. Oh, Zenigata. There's no way Lupin could. There's no way he could possibly break through this security. It's impossible. That happens all the time, and it's a great trope. And Zenigata is like, all right, I'll just wait for this to fail, and then swoop in and get him. So it's yeah, Zenigata is one of my favorites. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy the the times whenever Zenigata, whenever. Like you'll have the guy that's like, there's no way he could get yeah. to this, <laughs> yeah. and then and then like this one guy will come up and be like, like oh here you go here's such and such, and then like then a guy just like pulls the guy's face <laughs> off and it's like it's Lupin, <laughs> yeah, or like, or, like, cause, like like back in the day Lupin would always have like the disguises and yeah. he would dress up as so and so or whatever, yeah, and now like it almost seems like 
after so many years, like Zenigata is kind of hip to that right. that, that yeah. old joke where he'll yeah. be like, no, exactly. no. that's Lupin. <laughs> they, they they throw some goods. That, that's always a thing is like the mask pulling off kind of a deal. Yep. Mask technology in this universe oh, is fantastic, yeah. apparently. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> like, it's fabulous. Yes. Um, it's like the it's like in Mission Impossible 2. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's just like, it's just, yes, it is. But it's 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 fun. Like that's kind of like the the the, the shtick to it. And yeah. Everything. And I I think it's kind of uh, because they always like throw things on top of it. The, another one because again I, I I go back to the Blue Jacket and it's probably my favorite season simply because it's kind of the newest. Mm-hmm. So it kind of takes the tropes of things. And, uh, and, and like, and like it expands on them a little bit. Like there's one where there's a fake Zenigata, um, that you think is a fake Zenigata, but is actually the real one. Mm. And the one they discovered was actually the fake one. It's like, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's really clever. And I'm just like, oh, that, that's a good little, yeah. like, throw, throwing a wrench into the whole, uh, the whole idea of it. I like that. Yeah. It, it's pretty fun. Um, but, uh. I typically go to the movies for um, like I don't know what the, I don't know how to put this. I like the series. I think they're really good. Yeah. I, I think they're fun. Uh, but having a whole plot in an hour and a half because, as you said, yeah, the series is very episodic. Mm-hmm. And probably the reason I like Part Four Blue Jacket so much is because there are episodics. But there's an overall thing. Yeah, an overarching story. And there's not really that in the first three. So now we're getting that kind of idea, which is cool. You have the overarching ideas along with the tinier uh, missteps of of misadventure. Mm -hmm. Um, So the movies always encapsulate that better, in my opinion, because you have the overall plot. Yeah, a self-contained story. Yeah, yeah. You have the the opening set piece, which sets up for what the major heist is going to be, or what the thing to do is, which sets up the villain to to find Lupin, or like, like, discover... And it leads to you know the problem, the conflict, and it, uh, it's it, it it's a formula that works pretty much every time. There's not yeah. a whole lot of them I don't like. Yeah, um, there's a couple in there that are kind of yeah forgettable, but right. there's yeah. at least something to like but, in each one. Yeah, like we said, like there's a few that's kind of like we I don't remember a whole lot of them. Uh, 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 oh, what was the one? Uh, the Legend of the Gold Babylon? I. Couldn't tell you what that one's about. Yeah, or like the I know white wa- papers. You're right. I don't know what's happening. I've, I've watched all these. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you. I I vaguely remember Bye Bye Liberty because of how weird the art style is. That's yeah. the only remember. It's it's sort of like that. It's the '70s style of the art, mm-hmm. and it's it's really bizarre. But um, what what are some ones that you would recommend to the audience, uh, Adam? For for if you if you were gonna encapsulate Lupin to people, like okay, say, like if you wanted to watch Lupin, yeah. You don't want to watch this, and you don't want to watch the series. I'd say just watch part four, the the series part four, because yeah. I think that does it perfectly. But if you got an hour and a, if you got an hour and a half to kill, which, <laughs> like, which ones which, are you gonna watch? Which ones are you gonna watch? You got an hour and a half. Um, Here's the ones to watch. Okay, so, so I mean, I guess uh, I'll throw in an honorable mention, and it's not the like my my top three, but then like my honorable mention would be probably like the mystery of Mamo, the original okay. one. Yeah, the first one, just because. You get the old classic like '60s '70s mm-hmm. animation yeah. to go mm-hmm. with it, so it has that kind of vintage, sure. nostalgic classic feel to it. Yeah, it goes a little off the rails yeah. <laughs> towards the end, <laughs> but yeah. th- there's just something about it that I do find kind of endearing because it is yeah. like the first one, right. so it kind of has that you know that extra yeah. little little yeah. punch to it. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, that, that kind of gets an honorable mention for me. I haven't watched that one probably as much as some of the other ones, but it's just because mm. it's the first one. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you, mentioned history. Going, you mentioned going off the rails. That's another thing is that it's sort of a lot. Some of these movies, not all of them, some of these movies kind of take like Indiana Jones turn to where yeah. it's like kind of like mystic kind of stuff happening. Yeah. Which is fine because like it very much is like an Indiana Jones type of feel. Oh, sure. Yeah. Them, so, uh, but just be warned. It's like it's not all based in reality. Some of them are. Some of them don't really take yeah. a stretch. Yeah, outside of like whatever the goofy heist is, uh, but sometimes it'll be like oh, like the mer. I remember the mer. Uh, fair what was the mermaid one, treasure of the mermaid or something. Mermaid's tears. Mermaid's tears. Yeah, that's what it was. Something. That, yeah, that had like a whole, that had a whole like really like spirit of uh, of a mermaid <laughs> coming out. I'm like, all right, this is this is straight Indiana Jones at the end here. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty crazy, but. Yeah, uh, but go on with your recommendations. Oh, um, let's see. Uh, I guess just to kind of get it out of the way, like Castle yeah. of show is kind yeah. of the one, like the, kind of a must. Yeah, you know? it, I mean yeah. it's the one directed by Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. Is like kind of Studio Ghibli before Studio Ghibli was right. Studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. So I mean that is kind of the quintessential yeah. Lupin movie, and like yeah. it's going to be on everybody's yeah. top ten list. It's and, probably going to be number one and again, on it, everybody's, and for good reason. And for good reason. And again, that was the one that pretty much identified Lupin as how he is identified now. Uh-huh. Like That was the first one that, that endeared him to audiences to make him less of a scoundrel, less of a, uh, less of a monster, let's say. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like less of a... Yeah, less of a really bad dude. And it does um, have great like action, mm-hmm. like set pieces. Has yeah. a great chase scene at the beginning. Ch- the chase scenes, like I said, the chase scenes are great. And Miyazaki loves him some chase scenes. So. Yeah, it's so good. And yeah. uh, qu- quick uh, aside to Castle Cagliostro. Whenever I was at Arcade Expo, not this past year, but the year before, right? There was a, a, a person there that had. Um, the the cabinet and it had a bunch of, like the old laser disc like Dragon's Lair Space Ace oh, like nice. those kind cool. and they had and like on the the marquee like the little plaque on the the front of the arcade cabinet I can't remember what those are called yeah but um the little sign on the front of the arcade cabinet it was for Cliffhanger which was oh, nice. the Loop in the Third laser disc like game where, where really? they 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 spliced I think it was scenes from 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 Castle of Cagliostro and. One of the other TV specials. I don't think it was Mamo. It was one. It was another older one. Sure, but but they call him like a different name and like I think his name was Cliff. Yeah, Cliff, Cliff something. Cliffhanger. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Is, yeah, but um, but yeah, like it, but it, it's it, pl- cool. it plays like Dragon's Lair, where like you play the opening chase scene from really? Castle of where like like That's him and Jigen awesome. are running with the bags. Yeah, the bags and, and, and they, they're, the, they're jumping the over the barricades. All... Yeah, yeah, like, like uh, yeah. what'd you call them? Like a. Uh, Oh, in the Olympics, the where they jump hurdles. Hurdles, but, like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're hurdling over the, the little police oh, barricades. Yeah, like, so yeah, <laughs> so then like so you're like they're running, and then you have to hit like the like the feet button or what the jump button, and then like right. if you don't, then it then like you see Zenigata like throw the cuffs on him, and then it's like game over. You That's know? awesome. So it, it's very much like Dragon Slayer. I didn't know that that existed. That's it's, so cool. It was amazing, and it oh, was man. and. I, if I remember right, the the person that had it there, because like you can have like you can just bring your arcade cabinet, or you can bring it to sell to people, and yeah. somebody had it there, and it was like sixteen hundred dollars or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, ah, like, oh, if only I can't, you know, I can't afford that. <laughs> like well, I was trying to like visualize it in my house somewhere. That's so um, awesome. But no, so so yeah, so so Kazakago Astro, like it, it does have that, yeah, you know that pedigree to it where mm-hmm. it has Miyazaki attached to it absolutely. so that kind of elevates it above absolutely the rest so, so that one obviously is probably going to be the one yeah. that you hear 
it, absolutely astonishing that it came out in yeah. 79, by the way. When yeah. you look at the animation. The animation like, is really like good. 79? Like, what were we doing in 79? Like, it's like, like... Yeah, really. Like, friggin', oh, man. But yeah, pretty great. Let's see. Uh, another one that I would recommend is uh, uh, called Episode Zero, First yeah. Contact. First Contact, That yeah. one's a pretty new one. I think it came out in, like, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one's really cool because it, like, it starts out with, like, Jigen... Some some girl finding Jigen in a bar, I think. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I know who you are. You're Jigen, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. like, and you run with Lupin, you know. <laughs> so then, so then, like, he proceeds to tell this uh, reporter girl, like, how everybody met. Right. And, then, like, the whole TV special is about, like, all of them kind of, like, not knowing each other, not trusting mm-hmm. each other, not even liking each other. Right. And then kind of coming together throughout the course of the movie to you know, work towards, a, like, a common goal, and then they all kind of end up being yeah tight, you know, at yeah, the end. exactly. Um, you know, and, and then, like, but then there's, like, questions, like, at the end, like, how much of it's legit? Right. How much is he embellishing? Is yeah. it is any of it true? Is it right. totally, you know, is it 100% true? Right. So, but it, it's just a really cool, like, how the gang got together kind yeah. of special. And there again, it's a newer special, so the animation is yeah. really good. Yeah. And it, it's just a, a fun movie. Yeah. It, it's an origin story that you're not sure is real. Yeah. Which I thought is really cool. So. And, and with Lupin, yeah. like, it doesn't have to be. You no, know, Because yeah, like, yeah, exactly, even, like, yeah. from movie to movie, none of the movies I don't think ever really reference any of the other movies. Yeah. They mm-hmm. are kind of standalone mm-hmm. kind of thing, which... Yeah. So, like, they don't, like, oh, well... You know, Castle of Cogliastro happened after right. Dead or Alive, which yeah. happened after yeah. Alcatraz yeah, connection. Ex- exactly. Yeah. None of that's. Yeah. They don't ever like reference yeah. it. It just you're just supposed to take them as these standalones, which I think is great. Yeah. yeah. It's a. It's real smart. Yeah. And then smart. another one that I really liked um, was it's called Operation Return the Treasure. Maybe just Return the Return Treasure. The tre- you told you, you mentioned this one before you started recording. And I, think I, I don't remember it. I think like, it came. I think it was the special right after First Contact. Yeah. And. And it's basically like Lupin gets a letter, an email, something from like this guy that I think it was like his one of his mentors or mm. teachers or, or just like a friend of his that was also a thief. Sure. And that guy d- dies and it's kind of like in his will, I guess. And um, he's basically he's like, OK, I stole like a bunch of stuff whenever <laughs> I was younger. He's like, I kind of regret it. And I'll tell you what, if you take like these, I was like five to seven like items like and, and one's like. This is the car that they used in the James Bond movie Moonraker. And this is like this, I don't know, like something that belongs to this like prince from Saudi Arabia. And this is this. <laughs> so he has like a, a like like That's five cool. to seven like main big scores that he did. Right. And he's like, I tell you what, if you can get if you can return these right. to their rightful owners to where they that where they belong, yeah. then I'll give you I think it's called like the 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 trick diamond or the right. something like that yeah. and it supposedly unlocks a key to something even bigger right you know bigger so, some some yeah. and there's always a bigger treasure in there's every Lupin movie bigger treasure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so that so then he has to basically instead of like steal stuff they spend like a good portion of the movie trying to return <laughs> stuff like like break into places to return, to return it. treasures. That's cool. Which is kind of like a twist on Re- it. Which I, which I, yeah, which yeah. I enjoyed because it was kind of like a it kind of turns everything on its ear. I um, and, and if I remember, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I, I do remember it had like some really good like 
like comedic bits to it and like some some good like timing and for like you know comedy and yeah and some some pretty cool action scenes and stuff too yeah. so though i would i would recommend like just those are the three that kind of spring to mind yeah offhand there we go cool uh, the three that I would probably recommend, well, again, uh, honorable mention, Cagliostro. I think we both yeah. agree. Like, that's the one. One of us like, had to put it. it on our list, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to put it on a list, so honorable mention for mine, I definitely would put that on my list if I wasn't sure you were going to. Okay? Yeah. It's like, uh, but the ones that I would recommend, um, I don't know. Another honorable mention, I wouldn't recommend this for people who hadn't seen it, simply because it, it works in two different shows. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of both shows and haven't seen this, definitely watch it. Loop on the Third versus Conan, Detective Conan. Okay. Um, that's a great, great little homage to both shows. Mm-hmm. Um, the mystery's kind of weak. I'm gonna, like, I okay. Like, the mystery's a little bit weak. That, but this is one I haven't seen. Yeah. So. It, the, the mystery's a little bit weak, but it's kind of, um, uh, uh, it, it's... It's more about them two interacting Yeah, it's it's more, it it, it's more about, like, these characters kind of, like, coming together into okay. this whole, like, thing. Because, uh, like, it, uh, you got Zinigata and, uh, Ran, uh, Mor- uh Mori, like, kind of, like, being detectives together, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. And it's like, oh, that's awesome. And they, uh, cause yeah. they, I, 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 I dig that a lot. And then, of course, you got Lupin and, and, uh, and... Conan kind of like eyeballing each other a lot. It's really and there's two of them actually. There's one in 2009, uh, which was called Loop on the Third versus Detective Conan, and then in 2013 they did Loop on the Third versus Conan. So two, okay, two separate ones, uh, and they they sort of run together on me, and I, I can't remember which ones like. Really now, now do they? Is this a case? Do do they reference each other? Like, did uh, one happen and they're like, "Oh, the sec- remember whenever yes. we met that first time?" The second one okay. does reference the first one because I remember okay. Lupin and Conan remembering each other. Okay, and that cool. was like the only time that I think that two movies actually referenced the yeah. other. Like, I that's cool. Say, okay, which is kind of cool. Uh, the only other time I think that happened was um, uh, was uh, Return of the Magician. Which referenced the TV series. Yeah, there was a two-parter where a magician villain uh-huh. who was sort of like this, like it was kind of cool because like he like he was such a good magician, people thought that he was like a dark arts practitioner, yeah, or whatever. Like he was like that good, and he ended up targeting the gang, mm-hmm. and like he was like one of the be- bigger villains of the series. It was like a two-parter in like the Red Jacket series, so much so in two thousand two they brought him back. Into yep. the into a, into a TV special, and they had to mm-hmm. fight him again, and he like kind of rose from the dead, and it was like kind of cool. Yeah. So I think um, Mamo might have been in the the, the that's right, in Mom, the Green yeah, Jacket yeah, series, Mamo might for like an episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah there, there's a few times where the movies do step in, but uh, but that's uh, that's another honorable mention. I'm not going to mention that to say like, hey, do that for sure if you haven't seen Lupin because it's sort of like interrupts with like other characters that, mm-hmm. of a series that you know i that you didn't recommend so mm. uh so definitely one that i would say is uh the fuma conspiracy that one's uh, good the clan the, the fuma conspiracy or plot of the fuma clan or uh-huh. fuma conspiracy i think is the 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 actual title of it yeah uh but that one's awesome uh it starts off with Goemon getting married uh-huh. like legitimately it's yeah. not like a joke it's like he's actually in love with this girl it's like yep. oh this is cool like uh so but then they end up not marrying at the end or something i can't like it's just it was too um his yeah his, his spirit is too wild or whatever so yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah so like the fuma clan wants this uh they have a whole there's a whole plot that they have obviously this the plot of the fuma clan let's say yeah um 
But uh, it's it's done in the... St- I don't know if Ghibli did that one. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's very it's, reminiscent it's, of the Ghibli style. It is. It's, and he wears the green jacket in it, yes. which normally Lupin in the movies wears the red. Yeah, normally... Or the, the movies and TV specials. Exactly. Normally he wears the red. I'm going to look up and see what the studio it is. Um, or what... No, it's TMS. TMS Entertainment did it. Hmm. But it's definitely the, the designs, because they have the, kind of the rounder faces, uh-huh. the... Uh, the, the, uh, the Ghibli nose. The Ghibli nose. Everybody's got the Ghibli nose, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's some of the best animation it, it is, yeah. uh, for Lupin. I, I, I adore it. Like it's That was going to be one of, on my list, too. Yeah, it's probably my favorite one out of all of them. I really enjoy mm-hmm. the Fuma Conspiracy. Um, that one's really cool. I'd have to recommend Twilight Gemini, because that was my mm-hmm. first experience of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, like I said, Indiana Jones takes place in Cairo. It has a really... Really, really cool villain. He's like lanky and like kind of effeminate and mm. kind of a ninja, which is interesting. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like it's like who is this guy? He's very weird. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's very Indiana Jones uh, pyramids and underground layers and treasures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, very cool. I enjoy that one a lot. Um, the last one I would recommend. Um, not entirely. Uh, actually, I- I'm going to recommend, because I like this one a lot, because Fujiko is one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. She doesn't get a whole lot of character moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fujiko's Unlucky, Fujiko's Bad Day, or Fujiko's Unlucky Days, I think is what the names yeah. are. Okay. Uh, she yeah. Cut, she, it starts off with a with an adventure. Uh, it's, like a, it's like an opening gambit kind of thing of her and Lupin doing a thing. She falls and loses her memory. Yeah. And so throughout the whole movie... She knows a secret that this other guy is trying to get a hold of, and she's not being Fujiko at all. She's like mm-hmm. timid and frightened, and it's like that's not Fu- like Fujiko's yeah. never frightened. Yeah, she's unless, never timid. unless she's like, playing somebody. Unless she's like playing somebody <laughs> up, exactly. It's like, but she's actually like you know, like she doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this good moment of like when she gets her memory back and like starts being you know uh, sassy Fujiko again. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh, I love it so. I recommend yeah. that one because she doesn't get a whole lot of character moments. Um, uh, but that's... Uh, Nostradamus is really good, too. There's so many! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because Nostradamus is the guy who's, like, predicting stuff that Lupin's going to do, and, like, oh, such good stuff. Um, yeah, there, there, like I said, there's, there's a lot of... Even, like, in some of the more mediocre specials, mm-hmm. there's always at least, like a cool gag or a cool chase scene or, right. or something to like in each one. Yeah. So even like in the ones that are just kind of yeah. mediocre right. that are kind of like filler ones in between like the really good ones, there's still like yeah. something to like yeah. about yeah. each yeah. one. There, there's one that like, there's one that cracks me up every time and I don't know why. There's one where, okay, so Fujiko is like dangling from a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the villain's like tied up on dangling. So Goemon, like she's basically screaming, going, hey, "Cut me down!" And it's like, mm-hmm. so he jumps up and like slices, you know, yeah. and just like does this little like po- you know, his awesome like, and then he poses and like does the thing, and you just hear her scream and yeah. all of her clothes just kind of float down. It's like <laughs> you idiot, you missed. Like, oh crap! He like missed the ropes entirely yeah. and just cut her clothes off. It's <laughs> just like I don't. It just makes yeah. me like because he does like the cool awesome pose and just you see the clothes and he's like. Hmm? <laughs> like whoops like just missed entirely it's like he never misses and it's like yeah. that, that was just funny because like Goemon never misses yeah but then he missed somehow yeah. like he was being like too careful and like, yep. I don't know it's like every movie's got like little moments like that you're right mm-hmm. it's like it's just like little things that uh, and everybody's got like different other other than Lupin and Jigen mm-hmm. like it's, it, there, there's so many that like 
they get different studios, so like sometimes it's like because Lupin always looks the same, like yeah. in all of them. Uh, he always looks like Lupin. He always has the widow's peak. He's always got like the, kind of the monkey face, uh-huh. you know, the sideburns. Yeah. Um, but when it's with a studio that's like, um, like really off, like the like where mm-hmm. every other character looks like that studio that does it, uh-huh. but then they do Lupin and Jigen and Goemon, and they look like. Like them, so yeah. it's like they're like coming into a different anime. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, I remember one. Uh, we were looking at it here earlier. I don't. I don't remember what happened in it, but I remember yeah. it being like the Bye Bye Liberty. Yeah, the, the one. The Bye Bye Liberty one was the weird art style. Yeah, there was one where I don't remember at all, but I remember it being very off-putting because it was that sort of a thing. Like the the other characters were completely different looking to Lupin and the rest of the gang. So it was just interesting yeah. uh, that, that I thought was funny. But. Now, speaking of different art styles too, a, a TV series that we didn't mention, and it was kind of like a like a one-shot, like mm-hmm. one-season thing. It was yeah. called uh, the... What is it, just Fujiko Mine? Yeah, it was uh, a girl named a Fujiko. girl named Fujiko. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was it was like one one season, Thir- thirteen episodes, episodes, and it does have a very different art style yes. to it. Yeah, it, it's, I think it looks cool. But it I mean, did. some people were kind of put off by they, it. They were put off by it. It, it kind of like takes it back to the manga in a yeah, lot of ways. It, it's kind of emerging between like a, a yeah. red jacket Lupin and a the the, the manga. Yeah, the whole series kind of looks like an animated opening to a Bond movie. Like it's, yeah, it's it like kind of got a seventies vibe yeah. to like the the style of everything, um, uh, but yeah, and it it also took Lupin back to that scoundrel esque type of yeah. It, he's it very is, much like the manga Lupin. Yeah, if you if you like, or if you're kind of wanting like a, a darker, more serious mm-hmm. take on Lupin, uh, the woman named Fujiko is is a mm-hmm. good example of that. Yeah. It's a lot. A lot more serious. It is a little weird seeing the characters act yeah. in the way they do right. in that series, just because you've seen them like you know since Red Jacket be yeah. Lupin and in yeah. company. Yeah. Um, but it, it is a different take on it. But it's it's still really cool. But I mean, there yeah. is more. There's there's more nudity in it. There's yes. more like a it's little a, a little more not so like. Actiony violence, but right. more like some actiony violence, but a little more like serious, and you know, um, yeah. And there's like and, a weird guy that might be in love with Zenigata or something, right, maybe. Yeah, like it'd right. be kind of almost like single white female ish, right, yeah, in a, a little way. bit, yeah. Um, and, yeah, yeah. It, it has that it has that vibe of like they are criminals, and yeah. they know they're all criminals, uh-huh. and so there's there's that lack of trust. There's always this buddy buddy thing uh-huh. with Jigen and Lupin and. And even with Fujiko, even though she betrays him all the time, yeah. But like he kind of like has like in that in that version, like in the Green Jacket mm-hmm. anime and the manga, like he kind of keeps her at a distance. Like he's, yeah. he's there, and yeah. he's like like let's benefit like from each other. But he keeps her like at a at an arm's length kind of yeah. thing. It's a it's it's very interesting. It is kind of more centralized on yeah on her. But I mean, but then uh, but it. it Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, because it's been a little bit since I've seen it. I saw yeah. it like whenever it first came out. Yeah, but, me too. Um, and that one too, it also takes place before they all know each other, right? Because yeah. because Jigen doesn't come into like this third or fourth episode, third and like fourth, yeah. him and Lupin don't know each other, right? Fujiko mm-hmm. and Lupin in the first episode, that's the first time they've met. Yeah. That's and, the first and then time Goemon they've... doesn't come in until like like the episode after Jigen. So yeah. he comes in a little bit late too. A little later, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, so it, it's kind of like a retelling of yeah. their origin, but in a different way. Yeah, through through basically the 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 
Rise of Fujiko, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then so. they've done a special called Jigen's Gravestone, which has that same art oh, style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. there's one that I just found out about recently. It was, it's a, a Goemon one, I think, that has that yeah. art style. But yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. They uh, And the, the, those were only specials, I think, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, one. They're like so, yeah. 45 minutes long yeah. or something. If, or if, I, if I remember something. right, the girl named Fujiko wasn't well-received in Japan. Yeah, uh, I think it was kind of one of those divisive Cause, Yeah, because, again, it, it, it was deliberately done to take Lupin, kind of not completely take it back, but like a, a look back at his more, you know, evil, kind of not evil, but like, really old school gangster kind of way. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and I liked it. I ended up liking it uh, yeah, quite I a liked lot because it. it was just like its own little thing, but I could see where it's like kind of like divisive for people. It's like, cause that's not the loop on that they grew up with, obviously. Yeah. And it's like a different, so. And especially like, I, I dig it for like the, the, the animation and, yeah. and the, mm-hmm. the character design stuff because it yeah. is, it is different. So yeah. don't go into it thinking that you're going to yeah. see like, you know, regular tv special lupins or or, yeah. or even like blue jacket lupin right um but it is like it, it's a very unique style and take to it which yeah. i think it, they pulled it off pretty well yeah absolutely yeah i, I dug that one a lot i'm glad you mentioned it because i was gonna try and segue into it a little bit somehow oh man because, i ruined uh, your segue I'm yeah bad. Right? My bad. <laughs> no no it was, I, I didn't know <laughs> no it was perfect it was perfect when it when uh when it happened so that's good uh, there was another series that these people did that took place in samurai times, feudal Japan, uh, that mm. wasn't a direct loop on thing, but uh, it sort of like had the idea that this was Lupin's Japanese roots as opposed to the uh, oh okay. um, uh, the, the the French roots with Arsène Lupin yeah because uh, like the main like it's not directly tied to Lupin but the main character looks like Lupin. Yeah, what, what's that called? I forgot what it was called entirely, but like the main... Damn it, Brandon. <laughs> I know, I, as I completely forgot what it was called, but it's like this little, it's weird samurai, but it's also kind of a mecha anime, which is weird. Cause okay. Like, it, it's it's a very bizarre thing. It's just another Monkey Punch thing. It's not yeah, really I was like, it is, it is, it's, it's from a story by Monkey Punch, or yes. like, like a loose like outline or something yeah. from him. Yeah, and they made it into an anime about 13 yeah. episodes. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's pretty cool, but it's not really related to Lupin, other than the fact that ki- the guy is, looks looks like, like him, <laughs> yeah. and he's voiced by the same guy, so he's got that oh, Zina, you know that guy. Yeah, I love that dude. I love the, I love his Japanese voice actor. Yeah, it's great. Um, I love his American voice actor too, because yeah. uh, Rick Hunter from Robotech. That's all I know him as <laughs> is Rick Hunter and Lupin. That guy is like whenever I hear him, it's like oh, Lupin or Rick. I'll yeah, say it every one time. One of the two. It's like one of those two. That's the that's the two. Uh, oh, Seven Days Rhapsody. That's the one with the weird with the weird art style that I was thinking of, because uh, like the girl like doesn't look anything like that's in a Lupin movie. Ah, <laughs> like, uh, like, okay. It's like a completely look. That doesn't that doesn't fit. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's so she doing in a Lupin? Yeah, look at that. That doesn't, that doesn't work. That doesn't yeah. look anything. But anyway, uh, I'm getting off. Get out of my get out of my Lupin weird blonde hair girl. It's like. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I remember it being pretty okay, though. I, yeah. I remember that one being pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Again, like, there's so many that, like, I, rem- I, I know I've watched literally all the movies. I know mm-hmm. that I have, because I remember sitting down one, I, I think it was briefly after I bought this condo, actually. Okay. We're recording in my condo, in case anyone wants to know that. Uh, when I bought this condo, and I just, like, I didn't have cable at the time, so I was, like, just looking stuff up to watch on the internet. Hmm. And I found, like, a, an illegal torrent. Uh, <laughs> I found a, I found a torrent of, like, all the Lupin movies. Yeah. And I was just like, 
I'm just gonna download that. <laughs> and I just started watching all of them, and I'm just yeah. like, oh man, this is so good. Because yep. there were so many that I hadn't seen before. Like, I've maybe seen like maybe five or five or six Lupin uh-huh. movies, and it's like, oh no, there's like, <laughs> there's like yeah. 25 of these, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna watch all these then. Um, yeah, it, it's super cool. Um, I, I love Lupin. I think it's awesome. Um, and to wrap things up here, I think we're at the wrapping up stage here. I think we've yeah. talked about every aspect of what this show we, is. We, we've gushed about Lupin. We have. Let's uh, let's do a casting call. That's what okay. I'm going to do for the for the, for the runoff here. Um, I want to do a fun thing every time. Last week was Dragon Ball. I did Dragon Ball uh, uh, trivia. Uh, I didn't have any trivia lined up for this. Uh, so oh, I do have I do have one thing of trivia. Oh, for do you? Lupin. Okay, yeah. let's, okay. Let's have a thing of so, trivia real quick. Um, after the, the the pink jacket series, sure, is in like the the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think they're is TMS the one that we meant the studio yeah. that we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. that did the Fuma Clan. They were trying to get off the ground a a sci fi Lupin series called Lupin the Eighth. That's right. I remember yeah. the. I remember this. And, and, yes. if, and if you if you go to YouTube, they only they didn't even like. I guess it was kind of like, there again, kind of like that. Dinosaur Planet or Dinosaur Island Girl, right? Where it's it's like three minutes long and it right. just kind of introduces yeah. the world. And I think they kind of did it as like a pitch to mm-hmm. the studio, and they're like, "We want to do Lupin, but it's in space. It's sci-fi. There's still Zenigata. Yeah. There's still Jigen. Yeah. Goemon has like a lightsaber." And so like, <laughs> I remember this. So like, I, and, and you can watch man. like the little like two or three minute reel. Or it, it used to be on YouTube. That's where I saw it. Yeah. And then, but for whatever reason, it didn't. Like, they were really counting on it being a mm-hmm. thing and taking off and, like, not only, like, over in Japan, but also in the U.S. Sure. And then it didn't happen. So then, from what I understand, like, Deke was, like, that from all of your favorite 80s shows yeah. where, like, the little Deke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> remembers that little girl. Yeah. Um, but, like, they were kind of, like, partnered with TMS. So then Deke had to, like, kind of scramble to get something else to replace Lupin, which didn't pan out so then they were like oh we're gonna do uh, inspector gadget so like so so they, really? they so, so they kind of like rushed inspector gadget into no kidding so then like and then like tms helped to animate some of like the episodes yeah or something. yeah there, there's like some really well animated episodes yeah. in inspector so gadget so inspector TMS gadget did. kind of benefited from Lupin the third wow. in a way yeah i didn't know that that's boom that's awesome bonus facts boom bonus <laughs> fact did it i, I learned a thing <laughs> yes that's perfect i love learning <laughs> new stuff like that that's awesome yeah mm. now i want to see Inspector Gadget versus, versus Lupin. Lupin. Oh. I want to see it. Oh, I know what I'm going to draw when I get yeah, home. Yeah, man, do it. It's like, <laughs> I've always wanted to see, like, because um, there's a new Inspector Gadget out. It's on Netflix and stuff. Oh, yeah, there is in there. It's a, it's a CGI thing. Okay. It's not, it's not bad. It's not it's, it's not great or anything, yeah. but it's not bad either. Yeah. Um, I would love to see, like, a semi-serious take on Inspector Gadget, sort of in the tone of Lupin, let's say. Okay, yeah. Because, like, he's still, like, kind of a bumbling doof, but yeah. he's, like, actually good at his job maybe like a little yeah. bit or he's like actually like he i'd say like he'd be good at the action scenes let's say that like okay. when, it, when it turns on and he like he has to take down a bunch of mad agents like yeah. that's when he's like all right and does that and he's like really good at that part but he's also just kind of a dummy and penny's the guy that penny's the one that yeah that figures stuff out like still yeah. like <laughs> but i think that'd be kind of fun like do it in that like kind of like mainly zinigata pretty much like exactly like zinigata yeah like kind of not like kind of a bumbling doof mm-hmm. but also kind of smart and knowing what he's doing, you know, like, I, I don't know. I feel like that would be really good. That would be pretty cool. I think that would be pretty cool. But yeah, I'd watch I think, that. I think Zinigata, that, that'd be a great movie. Zinigata, 
hires or he 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 gets the great inspector gadgets yes. to help him track down Lupin. He figures like, ah, oh, yeah. this guy's a guy after my own heart. Yeah, I need to get him. It's like that'd be awesome. I'd oh, love it. It'd be so good. I would love it. It'd be, it'd be so, so good. Be awesome. Oh man! <laughs> then Penny like teams up with Lupin at some point because they're trying to figure out like yep. they gotta fight Doctor Claw, who's like teaming up with some other villain. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we just wrote our new movie. Man, copyright Adam <laughs> Brandon twenty eighteen. Oh guys, we're on a roll. We need to we need to like script it out. Send it in, be like, guys, like yeah. we need to do Somehow this. Somehow we gotta connect that to right. Antarctic Nazi gold. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Mad's gotta get the gold from yeah, from yeah. Nazis. There we go. <laughs> Boom, we did it. Uh yeah, that's, Hollywood. That's beautiful. I, I I love that I love that factoid. I love, love learning new stuff. So here's the fun thing we're gonna do. I think I mentioned it earlier. We're gonna cast a loop on the third movie. If they okay. were if they were gonna if Hollywood was gonna say, all right, because there've been live action Lupons mm-hmm. before. Yeah, the um, the one that came out recently wasn't too bad. Yeah, 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 it's pretty I'll, good. I'll give that a watch. Uh, I might try it. It's definitely uh, worth watching for sure. There yeah. we go. Cool. Uh, but here's one I always said like if you're gonna do an anime adaptation of a movie, we're getting those now. We got uh, Battle Angel Lita. It yeah. doesn't look terrible, but yeah. uh, I, the, the eyes are weird. Yeah. <laughs> the eyes are very weird. But uh, it doesn't look too bad. Yeah. Uh, we're getting some anime stuff kind of crossing over. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that works. Um, I think Lupin's like kind of perfect because yeah. he's he's a global character. Yeah, he can work in an American audience. Um, yeah, a lot of people like whenever yeah. they keep on talking about like we're gonna make a live action Akira, but it's gonna be set in New York, and then right. everybody's like, no, it's it has to be in Tokyo. Right. Yeah. So like and and like yeah. like oh we're gonna get Leonardo DiCaprio to be Canada or, or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah, whoever right, yeah. happens to be attached at this right. very moment. It, it's hard to do that it's, when you have specifically Japanese things. Yeah, but with or like, or, or like with Ghost in the Shell, whenever yeah. Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson was, was the major. Yeah, yeah the major. And which, everybody was like, no, that's bull. <laughs> 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 I know. Can you cuss on this? You can't. <laughs> okay. I'll mark that. I'll mark that timestamp down. Uh, but anyway, boom. There yeah. it is. But uh, yeah, so. Um, but yeah, we have um, we have a a, a, a a better we have a better template for this because yes. it's a global world. It, it never it's, really... it's more of a universal exactly. story. It could take place anywhere. Yeah, you and have it does ja- take place everywhere. exactly. You have Japanese characters, but you know it's it's sort of like uh, you know, what what are, you know like it, it, you have a French guy as the main character. Basically, you mm-hmm. got. I think, a, well, his name is Daisuke, so he might be Japanese, too. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's very interesting. I'm not I'm sure where, where these characters are all from, uh, specifically. I'm sure I could look at a profile somewhere. But still, I think these are guys that can be translated well over here. So who sure. would you cast? Uh, let's go with Fujiko. Who, who, I, I have a Fujiko. Actually. Oh, man. See, I, I actually oh, have man. a Fujiko. And it took me forever, and a friend of mine, my friend Dash... Uh, we were man. talking about it, and he, uh-huh. he came up with a perfect, and I was like, really? oh, dude, that's perfect. You, you're going to have to go was, with yours then, because I, uh, I, I, I still haven't thought of one for Because it's hard, it's hard to say it. Uh, I think Chloe Bennett from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know what? Sky. That's crazy, because like on my way driving over here, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. trying, because like, that was yeah. one thing. Like I know you'd mentioned it the other day, like yeah. doing a casting call, and then I kind of forgot yeah. about it. Like, right. like it was like a homework assignment that I'm like <laughs> trying to rush to get done on the bus on the way to school. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm trying to think of people. Yeah, and yeah. like I did think of her. Yeah, like, on, on yeah. the way. Yeah. Because it's like she's you know half American, half Chinese. I think maybe Korean. She, she does sure. have yeah. Some, she's some, half Asian. Yeah, that's all I know. It's like I think she's half Chinese. I think that's what okay. she is. But yeah, uh, but I think she'd be perfect. Like I was like yeah, because especially like in this season of Shield, like she's kind of a little more like yeah. hardcore and a mm-hmm. little so like she. she yeah. She could be, 
and you know she, she's attractive she but and, and so and she's done like the action stuff mm-hmm. so i mean she kind of has like the fujiko look she mm-hmm. she could she could get she, like like physical right. you know if she she's needed got, to she's got the combat training yeah. from that, or the, the little studio combat training not real yeah. combat training yeah you know she's got she can do fight scenes obviously she's yeah. in good shape uh, she can be sultry. She can be seductive. I've seen that. She can be a spy. That's the yeah. whole thing. Like you know, it's like so. She's really good at that. I think Chloe Bennett would be perfect for Fuchiko. Like, yes, yeah. I, I, I agree. So man, I mean, that's crazy. You said that. You have to stuff her bra a little bit because yeah. <laughs> Fujiko, as well, we know, for people who don't know, Fujiko literally means twin mountains. So like, yeah, the, for a specific yeah. reason. Yeah, <laughs> like like that's the whole thing. So. Uh, oh, yeah. monkey punch. Monkey punch, you crazy man. <laughs> you crazy old man. Um, uh, Goemon was kind of the hardest one for me. Yeah, um, Goemon, I mean, I, I would say you could just get, like, whatever, like, a you know, one of the decent Japanese actors. Right, and just have him do, just play Japanese entirely. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have him speak English. He yeah. would just kind of be there, and he would speak, and there'd be subtitles, and people would know what he said, yeah. but they'd never, you know, like, he'd never speak actual English. I think that would be the cooler thing. Yeah. Because then he could do his whole, like, uh, when he cuts something, he can do the whole line of, like, once again, I cut something useless. Yeah, yeah it's like, I've cut, I cut an unworthy a useless, um, a useless, object. Yeah, an unworthy <laughs> object. Yeah, it's like, and he just says that. It's like, boom. Like, yeah. yeah. I, like, I love it. Yeah, with, like, with, with the slow clothes yeah. on his chink. Yeah. Oh, so good. Love it. But yeah, so I, just any Japanese actor, I think, like, uh, I could probably pick one out if I, you know, went through and looked at it. But uh, yeah. I think that'd be pretty good. Uh, Jigen, uh, I think, would be interesting. Yeah, man. Oh, Because he seems very American to me. Because, yeah. Which he is deliberately, because I think he's... He's based off of um, uh, greatest. Uh, what's the Great Escape? Uh, the guy in there. Uh, oh, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. He's based yeah. off of Steve McQueen in a lot of ways. Uh, very dirty, hairy Steve McQueen kind of vibe is what. Yeah, kind of. Monkey Punch was doing with him. So. Yeah, and like and like older than everybody else, and kinda, yeah. But I mean, I'd say him and Zenigata are kind of in mm-hmm. the ballpark of the same age. Yeah, yeah, right around there. <clears throat> but yeah, like I, I was just trying to think of somebody that is kind of. Kind of like uh, that plays a good straight man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, man. See, I, I don't know who did you have? I had uh, this might be a controversial one. Okay, uh, he's very American, so I don't know if you can call a dice gay Jigen, but yeah, I would love to see Robert Downey Jr. as Jigen. Like, you I know, th- I think it'd be kind of rad. I, I'm, I'm not hating it. I'm not, <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool. He's to gonna see need it. a new franchise after yeah, right? uh, you know once he's done with the, all the Avenger movies. Right? So. When he's done with Marvel, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I don't know. I th- I think that'd be pretty good. Um, I'm looking up my Zenigata right now. But <laughs> see, see and that, and that that could be the the the. You know, he 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 kickstarted the Marvel universe. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he he could be he could be the he's, name that you attach yeah, to that. He's kind of like the star power. Kinda yeah, guy, he's the one know, that gets so. the the butts in the seats, if right. you will. Yeah, and uh, you know, he's just kind of like the grumpy old guy, and he's like cool shooting and stuff. Yeah, See, yeah. I was trying yeah. to think of somebody that was kind of like yeah. older and kind of a, a good like a good kind of straight man because mm-hmm. he Jigen's not really. Yeah, he doesn't get the. The comedy right bits yeah. in in the yeah. episodes in the TV specials. Exactly. He, he's he's the guy that's always sitting in the corner smoking, going like, "Why? Well, what what are we doing this for?" Yeah, like, here we go again. Yeah. You know? Kind of the skeptic. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, exactly. He's always. Lupin's like, "We're going to steal this," and the Jigen's <laughs> like, "Yeah, but 
think about it. Right. It's like, <laughs> why are we really doing this? Yeah. You know, he always knows there's something underlying. It's yeah. like, so what are we really doing this for? It's like, it's do like, you want this or does yeah. Fujiko want this? But he's, he always bests Lupin in a bet. He always bests him when he yeah. bets on something. Whenever yeah. there's gambling involved, he's always better than Lupin. That's his yeah. shtick. But uh, they're the two guys. Um, so from that, or maybe you know what? I'll, I'm going to go with another. I'm going to go with another controversial pick for my Jigen. Okay, uh, you're you're Rob Downey Jr. inspired me. Inspired right. me. Yeah. Uh, we'll let Keanu Reeves be. Jigen. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Because, oh no, because he's older. <laughs> right. And uh, uh, he he's shoots John, he shoots people good. He's like got in John, John Wick. Wick. He's yeah. got the John Wick vibe. Yeah. I, he's got I, the John Wick uh, pedigree. Prior so. <laughs> prior to John Wick, I would say you're crazy. After John Wick. Yeah. That's not a bad pick, honestly. I think yeah. he's a, he seems like the type of guy that could like pull that off. Yeah, so. just give him yeah. like the the beard, yeah, beard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he just like kind of mm. be in the corners, being like, yeah, all right, guess we'll do that. You know, yeah. it's like <laughs> smoke and the throat. Because everybody's kind of like, because he's very Spike esque anyway, and everybody's uh-huh. kind of trying to cast yeah. Keanu Reeves as Spike. Yeah, I was always like way against it. Yeah, honestly, honestly, God. John Wick kind of turned me on Keanu Reeves like entirely. Yeah, because yeah, I have never been a fan of Keanu Reeves. Like I could always take him or leave him. Right, I was very indifferent. Saying. He's very like he's very like wooden to me. Like yeah. there's just nothing like other than like Bill and Ted. Yeah, love him in Bill and Ted. The Matrix was cool, and the Matrix is all right. But honestly, Matrix would have been better if it was Will Smith. Yeah. Which, which he turned down. I'm yeah. like, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he was gonna be it. But he picked Wild Wild West instead. Mm. What could have been wrong? Wrong choice. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but he's fine in those movies. That's about mm-hmm. like it. Like again, just sort of blank slate. Yeah. Just sort of a piece of wood. Just sort mm-hmm. of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really like him in John Wick. Yeah. And I just sort of like I kind of turned on him. I'm like, yeah, I could see him doing Spike. I honestly could. Yeah. Shockingly. And uh, so that's a good one for Jigen because Spike and him are kind of similar. They're very <laughs> they're lanky. Spike was even designed after the whole monkey punch. He's got the long legs. Yeah. Kind of kind of Lupin esque. Yeah, Lupin esque. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got the Lupin feet the little like hoop, yeah. like the hoopty feet up at the top yeah, yeah so uh so let's uh, let's do zinigata i forgot this guy's name um uh Pierre chang i know huh, okay i know the, uh, pierre chang i know <gasps> you know what from the dharma initiative uh yeah. from lost if you'll know he's the main scientist from the dharma initiative welcome to the dharma initiative um he is of chinese descent i think which is not of course japanese but you know uh, Bond is played by a Scotsman through most of his life. So, yeah. yeah, that's like let's be honest. Three people are Brits, or actually British people from yeah. who play Bond. But you know, so I'm just saying. Uh, he, I can he, see him wearing a fedora and a right? trench coat. He's got the look. He's got the chasing aged, after Lupin. Yeah, he's yeah. got the aged look about him. His, his voice is very like up here. He's like Lupin. Like, yeah, I like he. I feel like he'd do very well. Yeah, uh, yeah. And plus, it kind of would give it that international flavor that Lupin kind of yeah. has in in general. Yeah. What What is the actor's name? I keep saying the 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 guy. The, the, what is the actor? I'm that- trying to find it. Uh, Francois oh, yeah. Chow. Francois Chow, that's it. Yes, Francois Chow. Wow, they gave him a... That's so funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> they gave him... They gave him a a, uh, a French-Chinese name in the show, and his actual name is... Francois, Francois Chow, which is a French-Chinese name. Mm. How, how bizarre. Uh, oh, he was on Wing Commander 3. That's cool. On the, the, huh. the, the films of that. So, yeah, I, I would definitely cast him as, as Zinigata. That's my, that's my Zinigata pick. Man, uh, yeah, I can see that. He's been on 24, Alias, Jag, Lost. Oh, he's on MacGyver. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, hey, now. That's awesome, yeah. But, uh, I don't there know, he, he, he looks like, like if that was, a, that was a trench coat, he had a hat, 
I feel like that'd be perfect. I think yeah. it'd be a perfect uh, yeah pair of handcuffs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look up, look up, Francois Chow, and uh, you'll know who we're talking about. All right, let's go to the main man himself, uh, Lufin. All the, right, the guy that's gonna who who's gonna be the guy that draws in the crowd that gets him in there. My oh, first pick for this, okay, uh, is no longer allowed because he's well. I guess it is allowed. But he retired, actually, um, and I for, I'm forgetting his name entirely now. Um, oh, reti- like for retired from acting? Yeah, he retired okay. from uh, Lucky Number Slevin. What's his name? Oh, uh, Josh Hartnett? Josh Hartnett, that's it. Yes. Okay. Josh Hartnett. He's a tall, lanky dude, um, but he's also charismatic. Uh, th- this was always my guy to go to, especially after Slevin, uh, especially mm-hmm. after uh, his one role in um, Sin City. Which was yeah, he yeah. wasn't Sin City. Okay. He, he was in that opening thing that wasn't even part of the series. It was like it was like yeah. the thing. But that's that was my loop huh. on. I, so he retired from acting, huh? Yeah, he retired. I'll say I haven't seen him in a while. That yeah, sense. I, I actually looked that up. I was like, I haven't seen I haven't seen Josh Hartman in forever, and apparently he retired. So there you go. The last thing I saw him in was in some kind of weird independent movie. It was kind of like a mm-hmm. Asian martial arts movie, and yeah, it had yeah. like weird kind of. Paper origami backdrop type yeah, thing. Yeah. I don't know what it was called, but remember. oh, was it uh, was it um, Thousand Blades or something like that? I can't Maybe it was. It was something like that. I can't remember. It was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, when I saw Slevin, like I just kind of like felt like yeah, yeah. I feel like this could be Lupin. Yeah, the like, picture you pulled up. I mean, I can mm-hmm. see where yeah, nice. give him a red jacket. Girl sideburns out a little bit. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be pretty good. Um, but if I was gonna, if you know, if he was retired, I was gonna put some. Do you have anybody in mind? Yeah. Um, the the person that I was kind of because I was trying to think yeah. of somebody kind of because like Lupin to me like if he were to be translated into a live action he wouldn't be you know I don't know he, he's he's kind of goofy so like yeah. I mean automatically like probably some somebody Hollywood you know yeah. again a boardroom would be like let's get Ryan Reynolds he was funny in yeah, Deadpool yeah. so always let, get Ryan so Reynolds. so yeah, we'll yeah. get him to be Lupin right um That's so I mean but like to me Lupin's kind of yeah. A goofy looking right, person. Right, he's not a handsome dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're I mean, right. yeah. like not handsome, like traditionally, like a, sure. a movie star person. So, like, yeah. I was trying to think of somebody that's kind of kind of goofy in a way, but like, mm-hmm. and I he would have to kind of either uh, probably do some like Hollywood training, but like mm-hmm. the um, the guy that plays Ralph Dibney on The Flash. Oh yeah, he's really because he's kind of yeah. goofy looking. Yeah, kind of like young Jim Carrey ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, he is very Jim Carrey. So I w- I would probably go with somebody yeah. him or somebody that's like that's actually him. really good. I yeah. like that. Thank I like you. That a lot. That's a really good one. Mm. I didn't even think about Ralph Dibney. Yeah, I for- yeah. I forget the dude's name, but uh, I haven't seen him he's... in anything other than the Flash. So right, I yeah. don't know how he's, he's kind of the only good thing going in Flash right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm not hating the Flash right now. But it's like it's. It... The only thing I'm really sticking around for is Ralph. Is Ralph. Is Ralph Dibney. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's actually perfect because yeah, it is. Cool. He has a very Jim Carrey kind of a feel to him. Yeah. But you don't want it to be Jim Carrey, like you know. Yeah, being, he's, he's not super Turo. super buff or anything. He's yeah. kind of yeah. kind of skinny and it. yeah. I dig it. I dig cool. it. My 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 guy that's my guy that would do it very well. You'd have to change him up, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little, you'd have to change up Lupin a little bit, like mm-hmm. it's just because he'd have to be like more suave, like. It, it, if you cast this guy, he'd have to be more suave. It'd have to be a little more believable that uh, that women kind of fawn over him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because, like, let's face it, the guy I'm picking is extremely handsome. So, and people love him. Uh, but I think he'd do a good job because 
again, he's tall. He's a tall guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does action very well, uh, and he does comedy very well. Okay. So, and I, but I think he could pull off the whole being suave, being comedic. I think he could pull off a red jacket, okay, uh, or green jacket, whatever jacket you want to put on. I don't yeah. care. Uh, but have him go through all three in one movie. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It's, like, it's just whatever. It's like, or you do the trilogy and you have him do green and then red, red and, and then, then blue pink, and then a blue at the end because <laughs> pink might be a little bit. All right, we can't do pink. Maybe I'll put on a pink at some point in the and then be like nah, nah, and then throw it off. Nah, and throw it off. Uh, but I would get Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, you know what? Okay, Uh, I'd be down with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I do like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's a little like he's a little bit like I think too like suave Uh to like like to 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 be as believable as a goof. But I think he'd do comedy well enough to where like if he was like getting chased by Zinigata, he'd be like whoa, you know, like he'd be like yeah, you know, do the whole shtick. So. Yeah, know, and and he would fun. have a certain amount of star power that right. could could maybe yeah. draw in the American audience. Yeah, I feel that's like. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think he'd work. I think that's my. I think that's my. I think that's our cast. Some dude from Japan, uh, <laughs> Chloe Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> Robert Downey. Or uh, no, I, I, I liked yours. What was yours? Go Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> for, Keanu Reeves is Jigen. Yeah, uh, and jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt for Lupin. <laughs> for, for Lupin. That's our cast, and then yep. Pierre Chow or uh, Francois Chow as uh, as uh, Zinigata. That's our. That's our run, guys. I think that's it. Um, yep. I think we picked almost all... That's the other thing. We, I think we picked almost all, like... Um, we didn't pick anybody for going on, but... So was, I think we picked almost all, like, biracial, didn't we? Like, just about. Like, other than Levitt. Like, he's Italian, but that's, like, yeah. you know... That's whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, like... Because Chloe Bennett's American and, and Chinese. Yeah. Uh, French and Chinese for uh, Zinigata. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves, I think, is... Isn't he something? Isn't he... Biracial? I I want to say he is. possibly. I don't know. I think it might just be Hawaiian. I might <laughs> yeah, just be thinking. It might just be Hawaiian. It might just be Hawaiian. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, pretty worldly cast. I think we got there. Yeah. So, yeah. Not That's bad. A pretty diverse group. Not a bad. Not a bad casting. If you I can carry a myself. movie. Let us know what you think. Who you think should play Loop on the Third and Loop on the Third movie? Go go comment down below on Facebook. Yeah. Or go <laughs> are on. our picks total garbage? Are <laughs> our picks terrible? <laughs> Who knows? Good. Who knows? Give us uh, let give us, us know. Give us some feedback. <laughs> I would love to hear. From on Facebook, on uh, on Twitter, or just comment on the Destination Comics website because that's where this is all going to be down. But that's going to do it for our episode, guys. Yeah, I think we, it was so much we fun. talked about Lupin, Lupin the Third. Finally, got to talk about it with somebody because yes, um, yeah, I yeah. Whenever I, Brandon and I found out that each other liked Lupin, right, the, to, the Lupin to a, the Third, we like, to a heavy degree, I would say, yeah. like even like as man, like. I, I'm I'm shocked you knew something about Lupin that I didn't. That as like, typically people like because I love it when people teach me stuff about things. Oh yeah, me too. Because I I dive pretty deep into stuff and it's just like oh yeah I knew that and it's like yeah. I'm not a know it all but I'm just like kind of like oh yeah I heard about that because I I when I get into something I just delve into everything because mm-hmm. but you reminded me also about the space the Lupin and Lupin the Eighth yeah Lupin the Eighth because I I remember watching that years ago and I oh yeah I haven't thought about it in years until you mentioned it I was like oh yeah I remember uh, that there were so many of those there was a new Sagi Yojimbo in Space Pilot oh yeah I found out about that yeah, like two that was, months ago really <laughs> yeah. it's so funny I, I never like, knew about oh, that it's so weird couldn't believe that was a thing yeah uh, it was gonna be a series and they cancelled it yep that's on YouTube also that is also on YouTube I, yeah. I stumbled upon that just yeah. by happenstance one day <laughs> and I was like what is this I should do I should do like a top ten shows that never existed. Like, yes. Like, there that. you go. Lupin the Eighth and Space Usagi. Space Usagi. 
yeah, yeah, man. Uh, the Doozy Bots, did you ever see that one? No. That was the attempt to get Gundam over here for the first time. They they called them Doozy Bots? Well, it was this, it was the, um, uh, when they had the little chibi version of Gundam in Japan. Oh, okay, yeah. They brought that over, and they Americanized it, okay. and they called it the Doozy Bots, but it was Gundams. It was all little Gundams. Huh. And they called it the Doozy, and there's a whole, like, the, the pilot, or the... The demo reel is on YouTube. If you huh, go on. Okay. Yeah, go watch that That's one. That's my homework. It's real weird. <laughs> it's That's awesome. Real weird. There's also the American Sailor Moon. Um, oh, yeah. You ever seen that one? Yeah. That, that one's real yeah. weird. That one's real bizarre. Anyway, yeah. uh, we're going down the rabbit hole here, but uh, yeah. maybe I'll do an episode of that sometime. Yeah, we need uh, to do an episode two of like anime before anime was cool so we can talk yeah. about sailor moon we can talk right. about pizza cats ronin pizza cat, warriors yeah. <laughs> samurai pizza cats ronin yeah. warriors yeah. yeah what are some That's other true. ones from that that That's era yeah. whenever they would like bring something Ro- over robotech battle of the planets yeah stuff like that yeah yeah i mean robotech was awesome but like not no a whole lot of people watched it so yeah, yeah. Or like and then so. like nickelodeon to bring it all the way back to the beginning of the episode on nickelodeon they used to have yeah. like bell and sebastian wasn't that like yeah, a japanese right. bell and sebastian. Sebastian. that was that was an, that was an old slice of life anime yeah from, yeah. from japan yeah uh, along the the Heidi uh, kind of runs of anime, yeah so. exactly pretty funny but that's gonna do it this guys Adam thank you for being thank you for being my on. pleasure man uh, artist Adam Hicks uh, joined us today indeed uh, he's you on Instagram or something I'm know. on Instagram yeah, yeah. under uh, Gigatoast nice. um, Facebook if you type in Gigatoast it'll pop up my Facebook page Excellent. or um, if you want a cool loop in the third or anime or yeah. comic book or cartoon tattoo I work at Ageless Art in Clarksville that's right so come see me for all yeah. your pop culture yeah. tattoo in, needs in Clarksville Indiana if I yeah. ev- if I ever dip down deep into my soul and decide to get a tattoo probably isn't going to happen so no promises uh, if I ever decide I will definitely go to you for it loop so, in the third yeah. sleeve we'll <laughs> that sleeve of just loop on just like yes. with his gun up yeah yep. yeah with the Luger up, it'd be pretty yep. good. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's been that's it for this episode of the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at, at uh, animationdestination.com. Still not sure what I'm doing with that site yet, but I'll figure it out. Uh, it's like, uh, you can also check us out on destinationcomics.com slash DNN. That's where all our stuff is at. It's on iTunes, on Stitcher, on uh, SoundCloud. Check us out on all those sites. You can check us out on Facebook and on Twitter at AnimationPod. That's it, guys. We'll see you next week for Bleach with Stephen Barnes. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening, DNN.